I am telling you, since I have made the shift, my body feels 10 times better. So ultimately at the end of the day, um, not letting my fears and my clients dictate the sh- the, my personal health is mm-hmm. at utmost importance. Welcome to the Messy Hairstylist Podcast. I'm Kelsey Morris. And I'm Abby Warther. Whether you are a mess literally or figuratively, we are here to help you take imperfect action to find your success as a hairstylist. This is a topic I have been asked to speak about for the last couple months. I've gotten many DMs, messages, texts about hiring an assistant. So Mm. I'm really excited about this episode because this is totally my wheelhouse. This is my strong suit. I feel like for once I'm like, ha, Abby, I got you on this one because you don't have an assistant. (laughs) I don't. I have had assistants in the past. Um, And so, yes, when you said, let's talk about this, I'm like, that is all you. I would love to talk about this. And yeah, so I'm excited um, to learn. What's cool. What's cool is that since you have had an assistant, you do have the same perspective, but now you don't. So we kind of have two different perspectives, which is going to be really fun. So let's dive right in. I get a lot of questions um, on Instagram or even text messages. Like, how did you know it was time to hire an assistant and how did you do it? Um, so a little background, I guess. I, I, we have talked in previous episodes that um, I am not an hourly stylist. I know Abby is. I book four to five clients at a time. Um, those are all color clients. People think that's crazy. I li- you know what? I'm going to share it on my Instagram today because it is so interesting, my schedule, and I'll show it to my yes, like- please do, because I can't even to. like visualize it. Yeah. Like I, you know, I'm sure- others listening to, it just sounds exhausting, but you are, you are a special unicorn. So I know you do it wonderfully <laughs> with an it's assistant. Just a, it's a well-oiled machine, but <laughs> it's like when someone looks at it, they're like, how could this possibly work? And it's, mm-hmm. it's literally, I am applying and then moving on to the next person. It's like an assembly line and I'm just mm-hmm. filtering through them. And then my assistant takes them from there and rinses them and, and whatnot. So I think I got to a point about um, let's see, four years ago, I was having severe pain in my right shoulder and my fingers. And I don't know, as we kind of go through this industry, like your body starts to break down a little bit. Um, so my thumb and pointer finger on both hands, I have no feeling in, um, cause I have oh, nerve damage fine. and arthritis. Yeah. yeah. And so I was at the doctor and they're like, all right, what do you do? I told him. And he's like, how long do you want to do that? I'm like, well, as long as I can. And he was like, you got five, you got five years. No, if at this rate you have five years and I was like, okay, well, that's not an option. He's like, so you got to figure out how to do less. I'm like, how can I do less? You know, I can't No. So that is where I come to the conclusion that I need to hire an assistant, um, who can take away like the grunt work, like the shampooing, the blow drying. Like, I don't want to be a part of that. Um, because I knew it was hurting my body and, and I, it was time to start making some better decisions. So the first thing I did was, um, went to the hair schools. I, I started like a little internship program at the hair school. So if you're listening to this episode and you're like, I don't even know where to start with an assistant. I I don't even have any clue how to find an assistant. I'd say your first stop would be a hair school. Um, Some hair schools allow, and in my case, they had, instead of this current, their particular student going to school, she would come to, to me and she'd actually get hours. So it would almost like she was being in school and I was teaching her and how to do things and everything like that. So that worked really well in the beginning. How did you like get your first assistant, Abby? 
Yeah, I, it was always, I had, I did, um, their internships, um, the local schools, they have to do like an internship and shadowing. And so that's how I got some of my assistants from there. Um, just word of mouth, like their, their parents maybe came to the salon and their daughter got into doing hair. And I would love for you to speak to the reality of, cause the idea of like where you're at right now, hiring and having your assistant and being this well-oiled machine, I would love, because I think this episode is for people who are wanting to get into this, right? Not the ones that are already doing it. Um, so how, for me, what I found was in having an assistant, the beginning is the most important and how much you have to train of things you never thought you had to teach. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of where I'm like, that's where I'm going. And that's what, where it gets confusing. So my first assistant was a student and that's really great because if you are just starting out and you're looking to dabble in the assistant world, this is not somebody you have to pay because they're going to school. So they're getting hours. So, you know, it's not like this is a paid position, but that also does require a lot more training on your side. So it wasn't for me that I could be like, um, okay, take, take Susan back to the bowl and just tone her. Like I would have to give her the exact formula, how long I wanted on it. I almost had, I felt like, yeah, I had to sit there and watch it. And, you know, it was more, um, like she was able to do it, but it it was a lot more thought process for me. Like I had to be thinking all the time about like what, and that's kind of tiring, but if you're only, if you're not taking four or five clients at a time and you have the ability to do that, that's a really great way to kind of like ease yourself into it. You know, maybe if you're double booking and you still want to take some pressure off your body, having this student assistant who can do these things, what just gives you a minute to catch up on your emails or just like, you know, um, you know, take a lunch break, but you can still be there to help her. That seems like the easiest route for that. For me, my, my current assistant is actually a seasoned hairstylist. She's been doing hair for 10 years. Um, and I pay her hourly to assist me. Um, so with her, it's completely different. It's like, I'm like, uh, she almost works exactly the way that I work to get her there. You know, I think it was a learning curve in the beginning. Um, it would be like, okay, this is like, she loves, it's so interesting, right? So we all do different types of hair. She's like a cooler toned hair says she like tones, everything very cool. I like warmer tones. So we had conversations in the beginning. These are my favorite shades EQ formulas. And I would kind of watch her and be like, Nope, too cool. Rinse it off. And she'd be like, really? I'm like, yes, yeah. that's yes. not the clients I do. That's not what I do. Um, and we did, so we would do that. Um, so that there is some training. I think that does come on the front end. Oh, I think a ton of training actually, a ton of like training. even down to shampooing. Um, I just, I learned very quickly yes. in the beginning, the first thing that my clients would complain about, um, uh, was the shampoo. Yeah. Not, I give a good shampoo. Really? I, I know. Yeah. And, um, you know, them soaking the client and things like that. And I would just have to explain to my clients, like, yes. Um, I totally understand. And we are training, you know, they are, she is just out of school or just starting out. And, and this is how we, how our industry grows. Like I would speak to, this is important to me to help, uh, train the next phase of hairstylists and give it grace. Like, no, they're not me. Absolutely. And they're never going to be me. They're never going to be me. Them being here allows me to get you in my chair today. But me too busy to be doing everybody at the same time, yes, right? Yes, I did, have a, I did have a client once that um, I had had, I had had assistant for a while, but I was starting to 
I, I think it's good to, I, at least I don't know if this is how you did this, but I started off with just letting them, um, maybe shampoo. I, I would actually, I had a whole system where they had to, um, um, had, they had to go through all this training with products and all this stuff with me. And they also had to have 100 shampoos signed off and approved by me. Wow. Before yes. what? Before they were truly just able to openly shampoo for me. And I didn't have to go back and check it. That is really like, is that too intense? <laughs> no, I don't. I'm trying to think of the word. That's very thorough. I love because that, that was and, and the reason why I did that is because that was the number one complaint I had for my clients. They didn't like it. They did not that, want I mean, anyone else it. touching them. I they get didn't it. want anyone I else touching it. them. Yeah, I get it. You know, yeah. uh, and, 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 and what I important. looked here's what here's what I looked for: dry cape, no color left on the scalp. There's nothing yeah. worse when you do a color retouch and there's color left in the scalp. You have to take like them at back the at the nape yeah. of the neck. Yeah, yeah. And you have to go rinse them because that slows you down. So um, I don't remember where I was going with that, but um, oh, I had, and I think, that, yeah, yeah, I had the one client who I, I would start with that shampoo and then we would get into blow drying and things like that. And they would slowly start to be able to do some more things for me. And I had one client once, um, I hate sharing client stories. FYI to anyone, I know some of my clients listen, this is not any of you that are current clients. <laughs> okay. Gosh. Just to say that. Okay. Um, she emailed me and said, Abby, at your appointment, at my appointment next week, I wanted to confirm that you will be applying my color, shampooing my hair, cutting my hair and blow drying my hair yourself. Ooh, and, what do you do mm-hmm, about that? Mm-hmm. Oh, what that was it. That was a decision for me. I thought, okay. I am working on growing myself in different ways outside of the realm that she wants me to grow. And so I have to make a decision right now. I either say, oh my gosh, no, I bet now this is the one client I cannot have the assistant touch, only I can do it. Or I can say, this is how I am working now, like it or leave it, right? So what did I decide? The like it or leave it. Yes. I was hoping you went that way. Yeah, I did. Because this was my, this is my career. Not, not, not for her to tell me how to run my business. Right. Right. Exactly. And, and obviously people are thoroughly trained by me and I'm not just like pulling people off the street to shampoo your hair. Come on. Right. And that's the only thing that my assistant did at this time. There was no blow drying. There was no, I did everything except for the dang shampoo. Okay. So I said, of course I said, yes, I will of course be applying your color and cutting your hair and all these things. Now, depending on how my schedule goes that day, I, my assistant might be shampooing your hair. And that's all I said. And then she emailed me back and she said, okay, thank you. That's what I wanted to know. And then she canceled her appointment online. Good. You know what? Because that's not, that's not a thing. And I think that's a common, that's a fear. So if, if again, you're. That is a fear. That's why I wanted to share that because I hear stylists say all the time, oh, my clients will never let anyone touch them. Please. I hear all the time. Your clients will actually do that because your clients want to get their hair done by you. And if you value yourself, your career, which you do is that shouldn't be up to them. Like it should be your decision. Um, and if this person you feel is up to the job, then your client should understand that they need to trust you. They need to trust you. Yeah. So, I mean, don't let, don't let the feelings, if we let our clients dictate what we do in the career, in our career at the chair, I mean, you're forever going to be trapped by them. It's going to allow you to not grow. Um, so, you know, totally. don't, don't let them detour you. If this is something you want to explore, totally explore it and make, but it's also your responsibility to make your clients feel comfortable to say, yes. 
to, to introduce them, to, to, to talk highly about your assistant, to not put them down in front of them, to show, you know, that they're capable. Like it's, it's up to you to make them feel comfortable, but. And say, um, just so you know, Jessica's going to be championing you today and we are in training. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I would actually, when, when my assistants, whether I'd be training with those shampoos, I would look at my client and say, as you know, I am training and it's very important to me that they do quality work. How was your shampoo today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would check great. in and, and they really would tell me, they'd be like, it's fine. It's not you. You know, you can read between the lines. So, yeah. yeah. Yes. I don't know. I, my last assist or like, I, they'll sometimes be like, um, she actually shampoos better than you. I'm like, what? Yes. But How? I love that. And I would me say too. like, I would say to my assistants, like give that killer shampoo. I would love more than anything. If you steal my clients from me. Yep. Right. I totally agree. So, okay. Other things my assistant does. So you say she just shampoos so that, you know, that that's literally mine is so great to the point where I trust her to tone everybody. She tones glosses. That's giving up so much control. Yeah. And, but she's so trust her. at it. I good. trust her. She's like Trained my right her. hand. It's like my, my spent a lot of time training her and you can get to that point with an assistant. And I also don't think there's anything wrong with that. So when you're sitting here thinking, Oh, then what's my client paying me for? Well, your client's paying you because you're paying your assistant. So mm-hmm. they can pay you and you can do yes. more people like, and honestly, none of my clients have a problem with it. They all trust her. They trust, they trust her just as much as me. Well, they if trust- their hair turns out amazing still, then that is just proof right there. Every single time your system works. Here's my question. Do you stop, step over and see that lifted highlight and choose the tone of yourself? Or are you at the point with your assistant where she chooses it for you? You just Most tell her of the time what she you chooses want. it. She asks me what I'm going for. What are you going yeah. for? So that's great. Yeah. So this is what um, we do in the morning. Every single morning we get the iPad and we go through my schedule and she'll be like, okay, we have X, Y, and Z. And we look through every person for that day. And we, she knows most of my clients at this point knows most of their things. And then, so if something comes up that she doesn't think she, she'll be like, what's our goal for Karen today? And I'll be like, um, I don't know yet, but last time she felt this, or I think she's going towards this. And then every hour she will come to me with the iPad and say, upcoming, we have so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so. So we always stay on schedule. So I know exactly what's coming every hour. And then as a client sits down in my chair, I kind of understand more about what their goals are that day. So when it comes for her to tone or to take them, she'll ask me if she didn't overhear the consultation, she'll be like, what's our goal? And I'll be like, oh, she just wants to be a very beige blonde. She'll take it and she'll know what's our goal. Um, she wants a little root root tap with her ends, bright, icy, but she knows for me, that's not gray. It's just bright, you know? Yeah. So it's like, she will ask, she knows your language, is, but I very rarely now, I mean, I used to have to give her like formulas or like you said, we had to understand each other's language. Um, very rarely do I have to give her what a formula would be. Um, cause she just kind of knows cause we've, we've worked through it and under, she understands me now. That is so great. I think the toning with assistance was my biggest, um, hurdle. And I found, cause I never had, my assistants would always then graduate to becoming a stylist and right. earning their chair. So then I'd have to get another assistant. So I never had that, that type point. of long-term, you know, so but, cause you guys have been together for a while. Yeah. I've had her for two years and I'm so depressed because she is 
not good. So she, I, I only work with her, right? So every day I'm only at the chair two days a week, Mondays and Wednesdays. And she assists me both days. And, you know, she's getting to the point now where she doesn't want to do Mondays. So I am going to be finding a new person for Monday. So if you're in the market to be my assistant and you're in Columbus, Ohio or Delaware, Ohio, reach out to me. Cause I'm looking for a Monday assistant. Um, oh so my I, gosh. Okay. So I want the update of what it's like to train someone brand new. Oh, that'd be so good. I'll do a whole thing on it. Cause I think that would be like, you are that well-oiled machine now. So to go through the trials and tribulations of training a new assistant, it's hard. And I, that's is. why, that is why I got out of it. You know, now I'm hourly and I work very differently now, but, um, because of how I had it structured where they would then, um, earn a chair or start renting a chair at my salon, I would lose my assistance. Um, after less than a year, obviously yeah. that's and so hard so, because you invest so much into it and you're, yeah. and but then that was the point and then you got to start over. That, I know. Yes. And that, that was, that is the, that was the point for my goals with assistance. But, um, I just thought, okay, I can structure my business differently. So I don't have to take that time. Now, if I were to do that again, I would systematize all of my training and create, I think you're going, you are working on things like this creating videos. So you don't have mm-hmm. to be the one that actually totally do is it. teaching that you can just give right. them those videos to watch, which, and that will be amazing to hear you share once you, yeah, I'm going to do, I'll, I'll document every moment of it. Cause yes. it, it really is such a process, but you kind of learn like, you know, what to do as you go. I mean, you just, it's like figuring it out as you go. Um, another like question that I get a lot about assisting is, well, like, how do you know what to pay them? That's a very fair question. And how do you answer that question? Because I mean, every, every situation is different. So, I mean, my, my, I would say this without giving away what I pay my assistant, because, um, we actually do a trade for booth rent. So she rents a chair in my salon. And so instead of she, she assists me. And so I pay her one day, but then instead of paying her on Wednesdays, she trades for booth rent. So, um, we do that, but I would say this. You're not going to, if you want somebody who is not a student, who's coming, who's not, you know, um, going to stay with you for less than a year, you're going to have to pay them a good amount and make it worth it. So yes. I've come up recently with two different structures. Number oh, one, okay. I know, right. Number yeah, one would be, you. thank you, would be an hourly. So the hourly rate in Ohio, we're in Columbus, Columbus area. Well, I'm in Columbus area is $10 and 60 cents. So I'm not going to come out and pay them minimum wage because that's, that's not that exciting. Let's be serious. It's not, that's not like going to entice somebody to want to stick with me forever. Um, so I, I always say like a good starting point would be between 18 and $20 an hour for someone in my area. Um, the other structure that I've been working on is not only an hourly rate, but then a, a goal then commission on top of it. Right. So say my, I know this is, this is newest for me. So say my goal for Monday is $1,500 in sales. Then I say, okay, we hit 1500, anything additional we do, you get 20% of that. So yeah. So then that gives them something to work towards. And so she's selling retail. She's upselling, you know, we need to add on this and add on that and glosses. Yeah. And yeah. So when you say sales, you mean not just service sales, but service and retail. So anything above 1500 service and retail. Oh, I absolutely love that. Yeah. So then it gives them something to really work towards and to feel like they're, they're in some kind of control as well. 
right? Yes. They have some control over what they're doing as well. Um, so that is what I'm going to implement maybe going forward. Um, but it was just something that I've been tossing. Around I, I, I mean, I'm going to decide for you do that, do it. Yeah. <laughs> that okay. is nobody else offers that. I mean, you would have, if you, you would be able to pick out of a ton of different people for mm. that position like that. Well, and is people then would huge. want and to then stay the with training it. they're getting on top of that. Yes. That, that is, that's great. I love that. Absolutely. So, you know, look, Kelsey tidbit there, you know, pat myself on the shoulder for all these big ideas I've got, just gotta implement. So, but um, if you have any questions about assisting or, you know, you're curious on how to get started or just anything that you want to deep dive a little further, um, absolutely do not hesitate to reach out to me. Um, Abby and I also offer private coaching. So you can head over to our website, themessyhairstylist.com. Um this might be a good thing to come to me for coaching um, because I can give you the assisting in and out. Um, Abby works hourly. So, you know, if you're more taught thinking about something more hourly, um, and even hiring an assistant that way, she'd be someone really good to talk to talk to. Cause I know she's tried that, but I mean, I think that wraps up today. Is there any yes. other questions you would like to ask me, Abby? No, I just think I love that. What I love and my biggest takeaway with this is that there are so many fears that stylists have that they know they need to do something that they're capped off with their income or they don't want to work more days, but they have an influx of clients. Um, they want to make more money. Th that is such a great way to do that. And you can get stuck on all the fears and all the what ifs. And I, I know that the biggest thing that hairstylists say, oh, it's like, oh, my clients will never let mm -hmm. um, someone else touch their hair. Don't give yourself that false belief and tell yourself that story. Cause that's not true. And, um, just go for it. And I don't, I don't think, you know, we always teach about taking imperfect action and, and going for it. I do think with this, you need to start out with more structure. Cause this is somebody else's livelihood hiring an assistant. So having a structure, having a system, I love that you're going to possibly do this commission on top of hourly. Um, and, once you can let go of some control in your business, your business really, really can grow. So it's allowing you to do everything that you're doing now. Imagine if you didn't have the assistant. Well, I know I'd be out of work because I don't yeah, hit my, the doctor hit my told five you. year mark. <laughs> your, we, your expiration date was up. <laughs> expiration, you're out. So you're and let me let me end on saying this. I I am telling you, since I have made the shift, my body feels 10 times better. So ultimately at the end of the day, um, not letting my fears and my clients dictate the sh the sh my personal health mm -hmm. is at utmost importance. So totally. never be afraid to do what's best for you, best for your body and best for your mental health. Thank you for tuning in to the Messy Hairstylist podcast. Did you know we do private coaching? If you're ready to take imperfect action and come on a coaching journey with us, head to our website, themessyhairstylist.com.